Welcome back to the Death and Betrayal podcast. With you on deck today is Craig. How you doing, Craig? I'm good. How about you? Good. And uh, joining Craig today is myself on the bridge, Alex, uh, if you don't know my name yet. And if you don't know Craig's, welcome to the show. <laughs> right on. So today uh, I'm actually going to hit with an agenda. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, uh, so we're going to do a little hobby talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a nice little ZM list. Um, more of a review slash a refinement mm-hmm. uh, for a gentleman, Murray Cutler. And uh, then we're going to talk about um, a little thing that Chris and I over at the Ringian Heresy had a brainchild of today. And, um, and then we're going to talk about upcoming events which is nice. We actually had to talk about that a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, that'll bridge us into a little chat about a couple of Mournable Events units because uh, that'll be somewhat related. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I guess we'll talk about what's new at some point in there as well because we actually did get new stuff mm. for once. But how have you been? I've been good. I've been good. Um, got a little hobbying done. But I've been playing Outriders a lot, despite all the crashes, server crashes. But yeah, I got I, I did get some uh, some building done. I got uh, a ten man veteran squad for my Death Guard. Oh yeah, um, I'm really happy with them. Built exact... or built and painted? Built, not painted. Mm-hmm. Built and primed. I'll go that oh, far. Yeah. They're built nice. and primed. Uh, I got some Death Shroud Terminators built. I got a Land Raider uh, Mark. Mark Two B built, and yeah, because yeah, I, I I sent you that list, that Death Guard list, and I was like, holy shit, this is a great list. I'm like, well, I'm going. I I went fucking swerved right and just went right back into my Death Guard after coming up with that list. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So I've been, I've been doing a little bit of that. Unfortunately, I'm going to need some parts for my uh airbrush so i'm kind of waiting on them before i can start doing any painting mm-hmm. um which is unfortunate uh but they're on their way so hopefully on my next days off i will be able to get some some uh paint on those death guard models so i can get them finished up i'm pretty excited about that nice uh i got i got a message from dorn's arrow for the model i won it's uh it's headed this way Oh yeah, nice. Sh- shipping it off this week, so I'm pretty pumped about that. He got the nameplate, Gregor the Barbarian, on there. Slick. So I'm pretty jacked about that. Yeah, make sure you post it up, uh, and then I'll share it through the oh yeah podcast I Insta. I will, I will, I will for sure because it's an amazing looking model, and I'm really excited to get it. I can't wait to see it. Um, yeah, it's just I, I'm I'm pumped for it, and he's a great guy. Been talking back and forth, so. Really nice. awesome guy. Sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about you? What have you been up to? Oh, uh, still playing like you know moderate amount of CS:GO. <laughs> uh, it's usually my go-to. Uh, I'm actually installing PUBG again. Ew. While I mean... we're talking, just to see if they brought like doubles back. Mm. Um, I have the Outriders demo. I haven't tried it yet. Uh, right now, I'm in. I've finished the campaign. I'm level 30 and I'm doing expedition challenge tier 12 right now. Oh yeah. Nice. So it goes up to 15. Um, I'm just kind of farming for legendaries right now. The game's a lot of fun when it works, 
when it doesn't work, it's a pain in the butt. But when you get a good group of guys going, man, it can be a lot of fun. You can do some crazy shit on it. So nice. I've been enjoying that. I've been really enjoying it. Yeah, nice. Um, actually, I've been playing some like Mechanicus lately too. Okay. Um, and uh, man, it's hard, but uh, just kind of you know renewing my love for the Mechanicum. Mm. But not the Mechanicum in like you know it's Mechanicum form in like mm. my Militia Skitari yeah. version. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I want to go back to that, but I'm still just clipping along. I've been building. I built like quite a few. I don't know. I say quite a few, but it's like seven <laughs> additional <laughs> Laz riflemen. Um, just uh, kind of in my spare time. Uh, I've been mm. super busy with work over the last week. Like working till probably 7 7 p.m or later oh, uh, most days so just a little bit too slammed to really get too much done um yeah i didn't send you a picture of it but i've i've kit bashed like a like a militia guy up okay um and i'm so close to like having something great i think but i just can't get the right helmet or the right head for it Mm. Um, I just can't figure it out. I, uh, and I just like threw it together with like some bits that I literally just had jumbled together in a bin with like some other bits. Mm. Um, and it's like scout, like Marine space, Marine scout legs, Acadian's torso, and then the arms from, um, like a scion kit, but I shaved the, like the trim down so that they're just like plain, um, just plain shoulder guards mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then put the backpack from the scion on it as well. Uh, and then I have the scion helmet on it right now, but I don't know. I'm not convinced by it. Maybe it looks okay. Maybe I need to just do like a bolter one mm-hmm. with my like patented Mark three bolter hotshot last gun conversion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then, uh, and then maybe I'll roll that into something that I've kind of got for like a, a neat little idea okay someone else out there inspired me to do but i'm oh, gonna nice. keep it under my hat just for now okay sounds good mm-hmm. sounds good i'm and sure that, i will see it eventually yeah yeah i've uh, been working on the shoulder pads for the ashen claws because uh, mm-hmm. they were 3d printed uh i've just been like painting on the primer mixed with um a little bit of matte varnish mm-hmm. just to kind of fill in the fill in um a couple of the prints yeah, parts, yeah. But, um, and then I can slam those onto the, the guys mm-hmm. and then finish them up. Um, I did like a tiny piece of metal on Fulgrim, but he's so much metal and I, I hate doing metal. Mm. So I've really like slowed on him. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I want to get him done here pretty quick. Uh, and then uh, I have almost finished my... Um, Lord Marshall, Lord Solar, whatever they're called. Okay, um, yeah, yeah. For uh, my Solar Auxilia, and kind of landed a little bit on like a backstory for that. So, because because I made him largely out of um, Solomon Locke, he had a okay. lot of like yeah, eyes, yeah. like a lot of Inquisition eyes on him. So I just shaved like the Inquisition symbols off of the eye parts, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. the like especially the one on his arm guard, like it just leaves too much of a void if if it's not there. It's pretty embossed, so mm. I left it there. So it's just gonna be like the first Saturnine hoplites, I guess. I mean, I don't usually like taking like the first of something, but I mean, there has to be like a first, a first cohort or whatever. Yeah. Of of the uh, Saturnine hoplites, um, mm. 
so yeah, he's just and I mean that fits because he's got the Greek looking spear, and so he'll be kind of like the the Lord Commander of the Saturnine Hoplites in general, I guess. Okay. Um, yeah, but he's he's almost done. I'll have him done next week. Very actually, nice for sure. Uh, and he's he's like a character version of the Art of the Compromise. So I've spent like maybe two hours on him, mm. if, that, if that. So he'll be like two and a half hours max. Oh, nice. Yeah, which is quick for a character. So yeah. I just got to do his base up this week and finish the tail on his uh, cyber familiar dog. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and get those up. That'll add maybe another like... 30 minutes to it i guess so maybe three hours total including like a bespoke base uh, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm using one of those like molded bases from the space marine heroes kit okay yeah yeah um, just because I'm, I'm putting him on 32 mil so that mm-hmm. his cyber familiar can fit on there yeah and so i'm gonna kind of like i was gonna put the dog behind him but i think instead i'm gonna put the dog in front of him um and uh i'll kind of put him elevated up a little bit and put the dog mm-hmm. kind of down on the the second tier um and i think i think that'll look quite well actually because yeah. then their heads will be looking in the same like direction a, uh, no like a little bit of different direction okay um which is why i, I was originally going to put him like behind him because then it's kind of like he's got a 360 degree view if he's mm-hmm. relying on the dog to warn him about stuff but yeah 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 like um i mean he he he's an intricate model on that that definitely added time to it. Um, like, you know, he's got, he's got like three jackets on and, uh, and then, uh, you know, he's got some leather on there too. And then he's got like a scarf and then mm. I added the fur and stuff to him. So, um, I got the fur and the plume done today. Uh, and, um, I got the spear pretty much ready for actually he's, he's ready for oils. Okay. Um, Cause the only thing that I really have left to do on him is um the blade i think okay i think i've done everything else yeah yeah uh so i'm gonna hit him with oils and then just pick out like you know uh, roughly with like a a metal highlight using the ak interactive metals Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and do that on the uh the spear Uh, actually you know i'm gonna leave the spear i think i'm just gonna do that on his armor piece um so maybe i won't use the I don't know. I'm undecided. Might use the AK metals just because that's what I used on the main guy, mm-hmm. um, and it, it works to kind of like really brighten him up somewhat. But maybe I'll just use an air air metal or something since the other metal is uh, I've already kind of highlighted it up um, with some peridot. But mm-hmm. uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, well, I'm sure it'll look good no matter what you do. So yeah. Yeah, uh, well, especially for like you know the crunch time that I put them in on. Yeah, I mean mm-hmm. typically they take they take a lot longer. Like, I mean, Kearney was probably like closer to six hours, and I still did him fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, by comparison. Yeah. But you know I'm like I'm probably like eight or nine or even more hours into Fulgrim probably. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah. Um. And then I've, I've just, the other thing that really slowed me down on him is like, I missed a tiny piece of his cloak because I okay. had, I had like saran wrapped off his body after I got the purple done. Yeah. And then I airbrushed the cloak and I missed like a tiny little piece 
up by where his cloak goes into his pauldron, like his mm-hmm. right arm's pauldron. And I'm just like, oh my God, like fixing that is going to be such a pain in my ass, like to match it. <laughs> and it's just, that's been kind of, I think what's really, really slowed me down. So I will have to fix it, but I can just finish the rest of them and then just not take pictures of them from that angle, I guess. <laughs> um, but I do, I do want to get him done. But I want to get a squad of like solar auxilia, like last rifleman out of the way too. Um, and probably get like an Arvis lighter or something together. Yeah. Um, just cause I want to, I want to keep practicing the, the speediness and, um, I want to do it on a Skitari too. I want to see if I can get my Skitari down. Cause that's that, that slowing me down, like the way that I was doing them before, like mm-hmm. I could do two of them, but at the same time, and it would still roughly take me like two, two and a half hours for two of them. Um, and I mean, if I'm doing like two solar auxilia at a time, I can do the same thing and I can probably do them in like two of them in 40 minutes. And they're roughly the same amount of detail. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause if I'm doing them at the same time, like while stuff's drying, I can move back around the model. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, or even if I just keep them together, that's still like, that's still two in one hour or less. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, even if I did them one at a time. So if I can get the Skitari down to that, then I can really do that, that militia army. And then I can kind of make like these cool combined arms, mm-hmm. start allying stuff in with Astartes. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I just, I, I want to, want to pare down my Astartes quite a bit, I think just cause I'm tired of all the mm. post-human gun pigs. I've been doing them gotcha. for so long. I know, I know you like them. I know yeah. Chris loves them, but I think I'm just, exhausted on him a little bit yeah, that's fair enough that's fair enough yeah but speaking of gun pigs we got two new um blasphemous gun pigs that released over the weekend mm. yeah um so we got two word bears legion praetors yep they finally released them the terminator is already sold out doesn't surprise me yeah he was the better of the two um like he's fucking gorgeous. He, he is. Comes with an, um, he comes with an unhelmeted head that has like a respirator on it. That looks pretty sweet. Mm. His mace is cool. It's got like fire coming out of it. He's got some impractical candles and a skull up on his <laughs> shoulder pad. Just kind of. And then he's got a, a like a torch on top. I'd probably leave the torch off. Maybe. I I was with Sam just looking at it. I don't particularly like the torch. it looks too salamandery to me it looks too 40k to me it reminds me of what gilliman's sword yeah but this is like this is post like because they're red right mm-hmm. yes this it's is like after they're like yeah fucking pushing ceramide over the book of lorgar um but i think mm-hmm. these are the first praetor models probably that we really got uh or at least the ones that I think are noticeably, noticeably drawn in like a 3D program, mm. right? But that's that's exciting. Like I, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's still resin, but you know, I think they probably moved over to that after the banana fur fiasco. <laughs> yeah, that was. <clears throat> if I'd have to guess, like, and I do feel bad for that guy. He didn't deserve all that hate. Like that, it wasn't his fault. That was like a QC fault. That was like whoever his boss was. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. He, yeah. Yeah. But he got like, he got harassed to the point where he ended up just quitting. 
right? And really? I like that's that. Yeah, it's terrible. Like that guy yeah. probably like it was probably his dream job. I think it was some of the first models he was ever making, and everything else on them like is fucking chef's kiss. But yeah, um, yeah. I mean, <sighs> and it's not that big of a deal to fix it. Well, this <laughs> like, this this online harassing bullshit just like. Did, did we really need to go that far? What did you accomplish? You you had someone quit their job? Like, good job. Like, Yeah, I don't know. Don't get a target on our back. Mm. <laughs> um, I don't know. Just the, the harassing, you just, just, you don't need to harass people. Like, come on. Yeah. Um, I don't it think was... he was getting, like, death threats. Like, I don't think it was that bad, but I don't know. Maybe it was. Uh, who knows? Mm-hmm. Who knows? But, by the way, this, this big boy right here, Something of beauty. And it's just nice to see something, you know? Yeah. It's, it's uh, been a nice while to have something new. Anything. Yeah. I mean, COVID screwed with a lot of shit. But, mm-hmm. I mean, hopefully, uh, I'm still hoping for that Mark 6 box set. That's the dream. Mm-hmm. It's my dream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, awesome. Uh, oh, and I guess we get a lot of new Adeptus Titanicus stuff, actually. We got a new Titan. Yep. Uh, the, what's it called? Oh, I don't know. I got to jump over there and see. Uh, we also got, it's not It's not really 30K, but I was hoping to use one of the guys out of the Cursed City box set because I picked that up. Mm. Um, I was hoping to use, there's a guy who kind of looks like a rogue trader. Like he's got a pistol. And then he's got like a saber that's like sheathed kind of behind him and like a fancy jacket that has like some up armoring on it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it looks sweet. Um, and I was like, this guy would be perfect, but like they're big. Like mm. he's, he's like an inch and a half tall. Um, okay. That's, that's yeah. I don't, I don't have a measuring tape here, but I mean like my guy my solar auxilia lord marshall like with a crazy high plume is not is like i don't think he's as tall as he is like a primaris is like almost in like slightly over that i think Mm -hmm. so this guy's big yeah yeah like all of the models are quite big so i mean yeah in terms of um like the hun looking vampire guy that comes in it Mm -hmm. he would work really well as like um a traitor militia commander like uh he'd be cool actually i think as like you'd have to convert him a little bit get rid of his vampire teeth maybe or like swap his head for like a cossack head Mm -hmm. hello hello Uh uh-oh we have poor network connection is the new one that came out hey uh we lost you there that's okay i don't know what you said oh can you hear me now yeah i can hear you now can you hear me now Okay, cool. Well, we'll just edit edit that in from wherever you lost me. Yeah. Um, or uh, yeah. Anyways, you, I don't know what you're saying. Yeah, I'll figure um, it out. Cool. Wait, do you know where you lost me roughly? Like do you uh, the last thing. No, I. It was just poor connection and it started beeping at me, so I started freaking out. Um, okay, we're. You're okay, talking cool. about the vampire well, I mean, the just, teeth just... and the. Yeah, yeah, okay, cool. So, I, I mean, I'll kind of start it over a little bit. So, yeah, the guy is big, because um, mm-hmm. I, know, I know you heard that part. Oh, yeah, we've heard all that part. Um, yeah, so, uh, but the, the the vampire, like the main vampire guy, kind of looks mm-hmm. like a hun. Okay. 
Um, and he's he's quite big, but he would work as like a militia commander for like the Geno 5-2 if he just like swapped his head out maybe for like a head with like a Cossack cat. Yeah. Um, or uh, like a Gene Bolt if you went like, uh, or yeah, even Ab Human Helots even. Because um, okay. he's he's like a beefy boy, he would he would make a cool centerpiece. Mm. Um, the chick the chick probably could too. Actually, you could probably make a pretty cool Sister of Silence out of the chick. I'll I'll jump over to her, um, to that box set thing here again. But um, the new Titan, the new Adeptus Titanicus Titan, is called the War Master Titan with plasma destructors. Yeah, yeah, and so it is bigger than a War Lord. War Lord Titan is yeah. Yeah, the big boy. Some mm. people are like, oh, 190 bucks, but I don't think you'd buy more than one. So pricing-wise, it makes sense to me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you're not buying a lot of them, then you got to price them higher. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, it's exactly. Supply and demand. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, Cursed City. So... Um, yeah, it, it is too bad that they're like a little bit too big, but the Sisters of Silence, you could you could maybe use this like. There's this knightly looking chick. Mm-hmm. She's got like a big Raptors thing uh, over her shoulder guards, and and it looks close enough to like Sisters of Silence. You could, if you didn't like Kroll's model, you could probably make Kroll mm-hmm. out of her. Just throw like a Sisters of Silence head right on there. Um, everything else looks close enough like you know there's some fireball insignias on her but whatever <laughs> like uh you can make it work close enough yeah yeah like who's to say none of the sisters of silence have a little fireball on them um but uh yeah and then there's there's this guy too um that i already talked about he's mm-hmm. gonna walk he would have been good um the other one that really stands out is the witch hunter like for me that would have made it just a wicked model um, mm. he's, he's got a giant sword on his back. He's got like a crazy rifle. So you can make it like, you know, a, um, like the, the nanite blaster is probably mm. what I'd make it. Um, and then, yeah, I don't know, leave the stakes on there, I guess. Cause I don't know what you do with them. <laughs> um, they take up a lot of his body, but then he's got a hammer. So just call it a power mall. Yeah. Uh, um, or whatever, but yeah, he, he would have made like a sweet militia commander he still could i guess i mean the the commander model's a little bit big whatever mm-hmm. like who cares but yeah. if you're using some of the newer stuff it might might work or I, I don't know it's up to you it's your hobby but for me they're just a little bit too big uh so i'm a little disappointed by that but the game still looks fun so mm-hmm. i'm excited to play it um it's got some pretty cool mechanics yeah like a day slash night mechanic so oh, really? like, yeah if you're out there and then like it turns to night then all of a sudden it's like Fucking zombies crawl out of the ground. You're just mm. fucked. It's like, what nice. do I do? How do I get out of here? You can be an yeah. ogre guy, like a punch dagger mm. on one hand and like a big ass maul on the other. Mm. Yeah, that, that, it sounds fun. It sounds interesting for sure. Sure. Yeah, actually, you know what? If you were going to use one of the Mournival events, I know we're going to talk about Mournival events later, but this guy would fit into um, like the the additional provenance they have. Um, I think it is might be thinking of something else but i think there's like a provenance or something that allows you to take basically like all augurans mm-hmm. but you can go ab human hella i guess yeah yeah at the very least and make this guy just like your crazy warp infused commander that'd be cool the other guy that i always thought would make like a cool warp infused commander it's an age of sigmar model but the guy's like just got a bare chest 
and like a rough piece of metal for a sword and like a ball on a chain. Mm. I don't know what they're called. I have one. I painted it up for a, like a contest years ago, but I made him look like a white walker, but um, he would make a cool model, like a cool conversion. He's, he's a beefy boy, but like, again, just, you know, making those cool characters and cool shit. Yeah, for sure. I like, right. Um, and actually maybe I'll go off book a little bit. Uh, just because speaking of cool characters and cool shit, um, Chris over at the Varingian Heresy and I were chatting today, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, we we're just kind of talking. A bunch of us were talking about um, uh, like Knights Errant, yeah, because like we just don't see them very often, but they're fucking cool, <laughs> um, and yes. they really really throw wrenches into your games. Uh, like they could win it for you, or they could lose it for you, and I think that's awesome. Um, so we were like, oh, well, why don't we do like a little, you know, social media hobby campaign thing since everybody's kind of getting hit with the third wave right now. Yeah. Things should be back to normal end of June. Normal ish. Mm, yeah, hopefully. Yep. And, uh, so we're, we, we don't have a hashtag for it just yet. Like we just cooked this up today. Yeah. So all the details aren't ironed out, but get together like a knight errant, um, unless you already have one, uh, who's kind of like a custom one. So you can't like have, you know, the reaver guy um i have yeah, forget yeah. his name uh you know or garrow or whatever yeah um but make a knight errant out of the standard knight errant um rules entrance yeah uh unit entry but with one caveat um because right now you can make one that has like an earthesium and he's a psyker so he's like virtually unkillable mm-hmm. uh, unless you manage to get like a you know, instant death through or something. Um, so then he's taking a force weapon and he's got like a Nerthesium, so he has a feel no pain and he has an iron oh, halo geez. and an artificer armor, uh, you know, and all these things and you can stack them and make them like just a fucking batshit insane guy. So there's a, a box at the top, which says the knight errant may take one of the following, which includes an Uncio Vox, a Nerthesium or a servo arm. Mm-hmm. We're going to add to that, the psychic mastery levels. So he can be a psyker, or like a former tech marine, or like a former communications marine, or like a former medic. Um, he doesn't have to be any one of those. You can just make him like a neutral guy, like Loken kind of style, or um, you know, or Garrow, I guess. Mm-hmm. But so make him up that way. Get yeah. him built. Get him painted up. Uh, put a backstory, um, like write up a little backstory for him. Uh, in like in the final post so once he's completed and we'll have the hashtag for you by then yeah uh, if you want to take part in this and then we're going to do like a digital battle royale like a digital death match with them um so we'll we'll bracket them all out randomly and just have them kind of duel each other virtually where we're um you know maybe chris and myself will get together uh virtually and roll mm-hmm. dice for these guys um we're still working the details out on that we might just start them in the duel we might have them like six inches apart so that way anyone who bought a jump pack can actually get some use out of it mm-hmm. um but points don't really matter because it's just kind of for fucking shits and giggles so. yeah it's just for fun right yeah yeah y- you got it so uh yeah if you want to take part in that in our knight's errant challenge um just yeah it's like, still it's working progress yeah, it's a work in progress, but like I've always wanted to do a knight errant. I might, um, I might true scale mine actually. Oh, okay. I might kind of like kit bash mine together with like a Garrow model, and uh, maybe I'll turn, maybe I'll turn like um, a Primaris Marine or something into like Mark Seven. Okay, yeah, yeah, working just so that he's like that. full size. Yeah, yeah, 
yeah so like you know cut the cut the little like knee lip things off and then maybe add like some studs or something to him the eagle will be fine on it because he's a knight errant and like garrow has a giant eagle on his chest um and then uh you know swap the arms swap the backpack actually maybe i'll use sigismund's backpack because i've got sigismund's sigismund's backpack just hanging around mm. Um, I think I'm just going to kind of make mine like bare bones. I don't think I'm going to give him like a Narthesium or a servo, servo arm or I don't think I'm going to make up a Psyker either, but just a, just a shit hot operator with a Paragon okay. Bolter and a Power Sword. Um, hmm. Or maybe I'll make the Space Wolf guy from um, Vengeful Spirit because um, he, he, he's kind of cool. He's a cool... Uh, Knight errant, but yeah, lots of lots of inspiration. If you don't want to create your own, kind of out of the out of the blue, you can create mm. one of the ones that you know went into the vengeful spirit with Loken. Mm. Um, yeah, lots lots of cool shit you can do there. Then you know you can make your Iron Hands guy, give him a servo arm. That servo arm could get like a pretty lucky snip through. Mm. <laughs> just just crush a guy. Yeah, just crush a guy. <laughs> yeah, just pop one of their heads like a zit. It's like oh, duel over. <laughs> Uh, but who knows? It's a wild card. Anything could happen. My guy could come out on top, just swinging that sword around. Well, we'll see. Who knows? Yeah. Um, I assume there'll be a lot of force weapons, so I'm not super optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> I assume there'll be like a lot of force axes and stuff where it's like, I just got to get that one charged up sword through. <laughs> and then you just die. Well, I will have to see. We'll have to see how that bracket turns out. Yeah. Yeah. So are you going to do one? Oh, I'll do, do one. Night yeah. I'll do a Dynarrant. Cool. I'll, I'll convert something up. Yeah. And hopefully that just like gets things wild when fucking events go back on. Mm. Just like the yeah. ne- next <laughs> next event we see, just night errants everywhere. That's um, <laughs> one of the reasons why I kind of want to like true scale them. Because I'll throw them in with like my Solar Ox or I'll throw them in with like my Mechanicum Skitari. So he looks um, bigger. Yeah, yeah, looks and then more he just appropriate. looks huge, right? Like he looks the right size. Yeah, um, yeah, I hear you. Yeah, like uh, I was actually I was talking to Chris about that today, and I was like, if anyone's real handy with like three D, like a three D drawing program, so that way we could like print bits. Mm. It wouldn't be hard to make like a Mark Three conversion kit. Mm-hmm. Like you'd really just have to have someone who's like decently good with the you know. With like make you'd really just need the the thigh plate and the shin plate, mm-hmm. and then if you bought like if you print those, buy a box of Primaris Marines, and then buy a box of like you know Mark III plastics, because the arms fit like they fit mm-hmm. the they they fit perfectly. Yeah, the helmet's yeah, yeah. gonna fit perfectly, right? Um, cut cut them off at the waist or whatever, and put the Mark III torso on it, and then you've got the extended legs. Yeah, you'll get the height that you're looking for. Yeah, yeah. Look or bigger, if, right? if you know, if somebody's out there and you're like, I am really good with this drawing program, then just draw like a chest plate with like the, the dick protection mm-hmm. <laughs> to fit over top, right? And then you don't have to like, you'd have to cut the gorget off, but cut the gorget off, stick that plating on the front, and then plating on the legs wouldn't cost you like anything in terms of resin if you've got a 3D printer. Exactly. And then just take the arms, the bolter, the backpack, and the head from the Mark III kits. It could it could get a little pricey. You know, it could. Yeah, I mean, but if you're doing this, you're doing it not because yeah. it's cheap. 
Exactly. Right? You're you're going the extra mile. Yeah, yeah. Like, because I know, I know, um, uh, like Matt Cain has talked about it a few times on on different podcasts and stuff. He's doing like a true scale, um, like kind of. He's he's mixing like the Blood Angels. He's running them at all as Blood Angels, I think. Um, like the whole army, but then he's painting the different units to look like a combined arms detachment of like blood angels, Imperial fists and oh, white okay. scars. So yeah, that way yeah. he can, he can like take that as like an allied detachment to go along with like militia or like his custodies or something. And then it looks like there's multiple, just like small pockets of Marines from these different, mm. um, that have been deployed from these different legions. Uh, but like, you know, it's a ton of work that he's doing. It's a lot of cutting. It's a lot of green stuffing. Like, cause he's turning them into Mark four for the most part. Mm-hmm. That's going to be, sure. that is a lot of work. Yeah. I've seen it. Like you could do it, but it's a ton of cutting. It's a ton of green stuffing. And I would be like, if I, if I, if somebody drew that up, I would buy a 3d printer just to start like turning all my Marines into like, true, true scale. scale. Yeah. Just out of that like yeah they're a little bit bigger probably than true scale would be but who cares fucking if it looks awesome it's fully painted i don't give a shit <laughs> well i guess we're, i guess the big thing right now is let's uh let's let's uh make sure we have keep people informed and because and get people start building their their night errants because i'm already i'm already looking at model ideas like i'm already i'm doing that right now as you talk Oh yeah, are you just yeah. like googling Knight Errant on, yeah. on Google? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> just so I get some ideas. I want some ideas of what 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 I can do. You know. Yeah, yeah. Oh fuck up, dude. I mean, there's so much you can do. There's so much you can do with them, right? Um, and that Paragon Bolter is so good. Like a 24 inch Assault Three rending, mastercrafted. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Like you can get a couple good pops off with that. Get a couple good shots through. It'd be sick. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh. There's there's just about anything you could you could use for that too. I've I've got like my eye on an umber bolter. Okay. I think I'm gonna give him like an umber pattern bolter, which is like the old rogue tradery type one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like those ones. I do yeah. like those ones. Yeah, I love those ones. Uh, I've got a big affinity for those right now. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm excited. I, I just yeah, so before I like you know I'm gonna order some pieces. Um, maybe maybe we'll jump on a Forge World order together or something. But um, and then I'd be up for that. I'd be yeah, up for that. just trying to keep my head like, otherwise I just want to get some stuff like hammered through quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that'll be, that'll be awesome. That'll be fun. Uh, it'll okay. be a nice little thing to do. Yeah. Actually, yeah. that'll probably be easy for me. Um, if, uh, if I move here, cause then mm. I won't have to like try to get everything reset up. I can just paint one model <laughs> while I'm getting set up. <laughs> um, yeah, sweet. Right on. Uh, okay, so moving on to that. I know that was a little disjointed, but... Uh, yeah, but we, we covered a couple of the things we were planning on talking about, so... Yeah, yeah. Uh, cool, so Murray Cutler in Fort mm. Erie. Um, he emails in. He says, hello, gentlemen. I've been listening to your podcast since the beginning, and I love your hobby anecdotes. Uh, sprinkles for Mark V heresy armor conversion, and <laughs> many, many uses of DAP. DAP. Yeah, uh, great. Uh, and of course your thematic and functional approach to list building. Well, thanks man. Yeah. Um, like many 
all in question marks. Ninth Legion players, I went all in on building a Day of Revelation collection, which is about 5,000 points. Mm. But now he's having trouble pulling out a viable Zone Mortalis list from that. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. They're probably all gem packs. It's yeah. a lot of points. They're expensive units. Um, I was wondering if you could help me put together a 1,500-point ZM Force using potential units with my typical loadouts listed below. Uh, he's got about 1,839 points listed below. Mm. So he's got Swords on the Delegatus and Centurion, uh, which can represent anything from combat blades, power swords, turnable sabers, blades of salty tears, etc. Mm-hmm. My only must-haves are the two tactical squads and the two apothecaries since they're already painted, and I want to be a closer. I like it. I like that. Yeah. Yep. Everything else is built and base coded. Sweet. So he can put it into the queue as he needs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you want to follow him on Instagram at the Canadian Remembrancer at Canadian Remembrancer. Sorry, there's no the yeah. in there. So at Canadian Remembrancer. But we'll, we'll have it in the show. show notes. Yeah. Yeah. So let me make a quick note of that while we kind of go through this. So um, he's got uh, four HQ that he can choose from. Mm-hmm. Um. The first is the Delegatus he mentioned. Yep. Uh, he's got him right now in Artificer Armor, Refractor Field, the Combi oh. Flamer, Blade of Perdition, and Multivoms. Mm-hmm. And okay. then uh, he's got a Centurion as well, um, which uh, which I like. Um, I, Brady and I were talking about just like a regular Centurion. Um, a little while ago, yeah. but uh, yeah, he's not a specialty, but he's got Artificer Armor, Refractor Field, Infernal Pistol, Chernable Saber, and Multibombs. So it's kind of a duelist guy uh, yeah. who packs a punch at ranch. And then a chaplain um, in, uh, oh, and Indominus Terminator Armor. Crazy. I that, yeah. yeah, I think that's probably the limited edition one he's probably got. Mm. Uh, it is, actually, because I have it right here. And he is a combi flamer. And so that's why you went Indomitus. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to make mine into Cataphracty. But, uh, Easily done. Yep. Yeah, just a, a shoulder pad swap. I think we'll be fine. Because uh, the rest of it's pretty looking bespoke. Uh, and then a library. So he's got Psychic Mastery Level 2, Artificer Armor, Refractor Field, Plasma Pistol, Force Axe, and Melta Bombs. So there's that Force Axe I was talking about. Yep. Charge it up. Get one hit through and an instant death. Nice and nice and cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, for sure. Yeah, and then uh, his elite choices are uh, five man angels tears team. So these these are expensive boys. They're two hundred points. Mm-hmm. Um, the arch Elum has two hand flamers. Not a bad thought. Given your zone mortalis, you're gonna want those shreds. Uh, Frag and crack grenades, hardened power armor, so that they can reroll their saves. And uh, four times heavy flamers, that's going to be nasty. Mm-hmm. Jump packs, rad grenades, and two Volkite Serpentas on top of that. Um, nasty unit, I definitely want to keep that in there. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then Apothecarium Detachment, 120 points. Um, they've got Augury Scanners. There's two of them, Augury Scanners and Power Swords. Why are they 60? Um, because they're... they're... Aren't they? F- They're forty-five base. Yeah. Okay. So five for the augury scanner puts them to fifty. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. I see now. I see now. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Tartarus pattern Terminator armor. Um, Terminator sergeant grenade harness power weapon Volkite charger, uh, and then they have chain fists um, with combi bolters and one is a heavy flamer. 
and then his troops, uh, so the two tactical squads that he mentioned, um, one's led by uh, a gentleman in artificial armor with uh, multi-bombs, plasma pistol, and a power fist. The uh-huh. other one has a combi melta and multi-bombs and artificial armor. So that gives them the difference uh, in points there. So 190 points and 170 points. Yeah. And then a tactical support squad, um, five-man with melta gun. Uh, and then, um, yeah, just uh, regular power armor and the sergeant. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then he's got a in, um, the fast attack contemptor dreadnought, uh, armored ceramite extra armor, two times um, iliastus pattern assault cannons, booster pack, searchlight, two talons of perdition. So the um, assault cannons are inside the talons. Yeah, yeah. And the booster pack is magnetized and can be used as a regular contemptor as needed. Hmm. Um, I'm not sure what the points difference is on that. So, uh, I mean, just from like an operational standpoint, I'm going to give you what I'm thinking. And then, uh, Marie might have to just tweak it to make the points fit. Yeah. Uh, so I think keep the contemptor in there for sure. I, I lose uh, the jetpack though. If you can save yourself in points, lose the jetpack. Yeah. You're not going to need it. Yeah, I'm thinking the same thing. Like, yes, you can use it, but I'm just worried about like that one time that you roll it and like crack them into a wall. Yeah. And then and he you just loses like a hull point. Yeah. For <laughs> jumping face first into a wall. Yeah. No, yep. I hear you. Yeah. So, um, but then he loses the talons of perdition. So, because mm. the talons of perditions can like really spill over. So, uh, I don't uh, know. That's tough. Keep it Whichever well. one you prefer. Maybe, yeah. maybe give it some play testing. Um, keep the two tactical squads. Uh, for yeah, sure. Of course, yep. Yeah. And the and the uh, apothecaries. And the apothecaries. I would drop the augury scanners on them because you're not going to need them. Yeah. In yeah. zone mortality, you you're just not going to need five them. Five points. Yeah, exactly. Like, well, you and... save yourself ten points. So. Yeah. Sorry, I meant five points. Per yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. uh, the way the way the way way models come in, there's probably a very little chance that they're going to be getting line of sight to you. So. Is there deep striking or something? And then let's be deep striking, but even then, I mean. I don't think you'll run into it too much because yeah, so much risk. It's a big risk teleporting in. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, leave the librarian out because the Edict of Nikea. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, do this one legit. I would um, if I if I was picking the HQs, I'd do Delgado's Chaplain. See, I'm in a different bucket. I'm going Delegatus Centurion. Okay. Uh, and my reasoning behind that is drop the Terminator squad. Okay. Because the chaplain would go with that Terminator squad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because um, we're we're above points right now, right? Yeah, so, yeah exactly. Um, I mean, this is 282 points. The chaplain and the librarian, 282 cool. points. So that drops us down to 1600 just under 1600 so that's just under 1500 um hmm. uh okay well actually you could keep one of them i guess so drop either the librarian or the chaplain so if i'm saying drop the librarian that's 155 points Mm -hmm. and then drop the terminator armor drop the terminator squad uh, which is another 242 points yeah so then you're you're 300, you're 399 points almost. So you're you're a little bit shy of 1,500 then at that point. 
exactly and then mm -hmm. you might be able to buy like artificer armor for your tactical support squad sergeant well how about how about this what if we were oh no uh, what if you were to drop just the chaplain and the librarian and keep the terminator squad so that's uh that's 12, yeah uh, you'd have four scoring squads eight. two it'd be 282 points so he, points, yeah. You still need, and then you drop the art, the augury scanner. So that's two ninety two. So you're literally looking to lose eight points somewhere. Well, no, that math doesn't sound right. Two hundred eighty two points. You said. You said eight thirty. Is it eighteen thirty or eight thirty nine? Oh, eight thirty nine. Oh, I see now. Thirty nine. Yeah. Yeah. So we do have so, to lose. Our, I thought it was eighteen hundred yeah. flat. If you minus one hundred fifty five, minus the chaplain, which is one twenty seven. Just fifteen fifty seven. You gotta lose another fifty points somewhere. Um, yeah. All right. What's the cost difference on the dreadnought? Maybe if we just drop him to the regular dreadnought. I don't. I, I don't know. Uh, uh, I can do that quick. Okay. As soon as my quartermaster loads. Just waiting for that. My issue is I have so many fucking <laughs> lists in here uh, that it just takes a minute to get booted up. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so. Regular contemptor with two fists and assault cannons. Let's do that real quick. Um, all right. So contemptor dreadnought talon. There we go. <sighs> Scroll down. Contemptor dreadnought. Um, oops. That was the. There we I'm go. I'm gonna guess the mortis two hundred five. Um. Well, I mean, you can. Already swap one for a dreadnought close combat weapon without spending any money. Yep. Um, oh, it's 25 points for the Iliastis assault cannon, though. For one or both? To add one. So if you oh. did both of them, you're at 225. You're only saving 10 points. Yeah. Keep, yeah. Yeah. Um, and you need to lose 50. So uh, call it 40 if you get rid of the augury scanners. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> So it's get rid of the augury scanners, you, save the 10 points on the chaplain. Point. You could drop the, oh, you know what you could do? You could drop the artificer armor on, on the uh, sergeants. Yeah, you could drop the artificer armor on the sergeants. Um, that saves you 40 points right there. Oh, no, 20 points, 20 points. I don't know. I think, what was it that I had first recommended there? Drop the librarian. Yeah. That's uh, minus 155 points, so 1839 yep. minus 155, 1684. Uh, and then if you drop the Terminator squad. See, my one problem with that, just hear me out, is yeah. a, the Terminators are going to do more work than another HQ. So maybe get rid of the Angel's Tears instead? Well... Because I like they're they're not painted right, um, mm -hmm. so he hasn't he hasn't really done them yet. Um, so I mean, if you minus the librarian, shit, minus one fifty five, then minus two hundred for the angels' tears. You're at fourteen eighty four. Mm -hmm. Throw a tipser armor on your tactical support squad sergeant, and now you're at fourteen ninety four, and you're at fifteen hundred points roughly. Well, I think so you I, do that. This is, this is what this I would pretty. do. Uh, minus... Maybe swap the Volkite Charger for a Combi Flamer because this is going to be um, 
zone mortalis and then because you're already gonna have one heavy flamer in that terminator squad mm-hmm. and then you can add the combi flamer and then if you put the chaplain with those guys as well you've got three flamers that you can hit them with three mm-hmm. flamers um and four combi bolter shots if you have to uh, five combi bolter shots if you have to mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right yeah, I think that's what you do, man. So drop the Librarian, drop the Angel's Tears, because um, the Angel's Tears, while they're going to hit kind of hard, um, they're not going to score or do anything else for you. Yeah. So I think you're right. Like Between you know the Terminator squad and the Angel's Tears, the Terminators are going to hold a they're little gonna, bit more. Yeah, they're going to do more work overall in the yep. overall scheme of things, right? Mm-hmm. Because um, then you're having, one, two, you're having four scoring units at that point. Yeah, or if you really want to keep the Angels Tears, drop the Tactical Support Squad with the Melta Guns. Mm. Would be the mm. other option. So if you like Angels Tears, keep them. Drop the Tactical Support Squad. You're just going to have to bulk up on some extra stuff. Yeah. Find some points here and there. But um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope that helps, Murray. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know. Um, and uh, yeah, that'll that'll double as a good centurion force at the same time. Actually, mm-hmm. fifteen hundred points. So oh you, yeah, yeah, be. you'd be able to use it easy for so fifteen hundred ZM or fifteen hundred centurion. Mm-hmm. And I think it would do pretty well. So you've got the delegatus, you've got the centurion, and the chaplain. So yeah, you can I put agree. the delegatus in like a tactical squad, or who know, or pack them all in with the terminators. Mm. They all they have artificial armor. They're they're all gonna all three of those guys are two plus five plus. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're gonna be. They're gonna have, they're gonna have some staying power for sure. Yep. But if you need them to run, put the chaplain with something that you don't mind moving slow, like one of the tactical squads. Mm. Um. Or can Indominus run, and just can't sweeping advance. I think that's what uh, it is. I know that it sucks. Yeah, there doesn't it doesn't deserve it. Like it, it needs like deep strike or something. I think, but it needs something. Yeah, I agree yeah. with you. There, it's it's just too generic. Yeah, I I mean, look, if I was playing against you, man, I'd let you just run it as Tartarus, because mm. fuck it, it's close enough. It's ornate. Mm-hmm. I would mm-hmm. just call it ornate Tartarus armor, and I wouldn't have a I wouldn't have a qualm about it. Like I really. I wouldn't cry. I if I came up against it and somebody said like, you know, this is him, but it's going to be Tartarus Terminator armor. Mm. I I wouldn't care about it at all, in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. Because it it looks it looks like it's just you know special. It's artif- <laughs> it's artifice, right? And I mean the even the back of the Indominus doesn't look terribly different from like Tartarus armor. Yeah. Um. And I mean, shit, if you wanted to, you could even just swap the two, because I don't think he's built yet, just swap the two shoulder guards for Tartarus arm guards, right? Because then, then this guy's got double crux, mm-hmm. which, isn't, which isn't a thing yet, right? Um, or, yeah, I don't know, man, throw like, throw some cool arm guards on there if they fit. Like if maybe some Mark III ones fit on there or something, just use that. Um, or use like the fancy... Or, you know, if you want to go a little, like, pull the shoulder guards back a little bit, maybe just, you know, use. Uh, I don't think you can. Tartarus ones. I don't think you can. Oh I... yeah, no, you totally can. You can fit, you can fit Tartarus ones on on there. Okay, oh, you can fit yeah. Tartarus, but you're. I thought you were saying like 
take the current shoulder pads, the Indominus shoulder pads, and roll them back. I don't think you can do that. No, no, no. I'm saying take those off. Okay, like Because yeah. they, they have double, like, each one has a crux on it. Like, he's got yeah. two crux terminatus. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which isn't a thing until, like, later, because I think it contains, like, a piece of the Emperor's armor or something in it. I, I don't really know 40k lore, but... Yeah. Um, like, ditch those two shoulder pads, and then just put Tartarus pads on them. Um... You know, or if you've, yeah, I don't know, if you've got some spare arms kicking around from like a Crimson Paladin kit, mm. throw them on there. Um, but then he's going to be cataphracty, so then you're going to lose the speed. But yeah, man, just throw like Tartarus Terminator shoulder pads on there. Or... And call it a day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and I, I think I think you'll be fine. Mm. Um and and you know they've got those fancy pads on there so and then yeah i would just call it tartar's terminator armor and then you're not locked into the indomitus just because that's the way that it looks mm-hmm. right the most, yeah, most distinguishing piece on any like you know flamboyant piece of terminator armor is the shoulder pads like that's yes. the, that's the most distinguishing mark is the shoulder pads so yes i agree. just switch I totally them to agree. tartars yeah and then i, I think agree. your guild and pony boy or if you got a 3D printer or a buddy with a 3D printer, you can print up some Blood Angel Tartar's to- shoulder pads. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you, like oh, them, sure. if you like that, I don't know. I like decals more than uh, you can stuff also, that's You can also check out uh, Pop Goes the Monkey. Yeah, you could do that too, actually. Yeah, Pop Goes the Monkey's probably got some something on there. Yeah, um, does. I always forget about that. Because I, I haven't really... I've ordered stuff from him a couple times, but I haven't ordered anything from him in a long time. Because um, he didn't he didn't have... I don't think he had any Ash and Claw stuff, but Chris like drew some up for me. And mm. Yeah, off. yeah. Because um, it's impossible to get Ash and Claw. Like, they were on the Black Shields decal sheet, and now the decal sheet's just gone. Plus, I would have needed like a bunch of them because it's only like a small section of it is for Ash and Claws, and a small section's for like other Black Shields. It's kind of like the Solar Auxilia one. Solar mm-hmm. Auxilia one's gone too, so I'm just going to put different stuff on it. I'll put like little Mechanicum symbols on my Arbus Lighters and stuff and paint them so I can use them with multiple armies. Ooh, just paint uh, them with steel. Just on Pop Goes the Monkey right now, he does have Tartar shoulder pads. Five of them. Blood Angels. Yeah, there you go, Blood man. Angels, so, yeah. yeah, I mean, if you want to spend money on that, do that. Or if you want, just use a decal. Yeah. It's up, yeah. To, it's up to you. Sky's the limit. It's your mm-hmm. hobby. So, <laughs> well, man, uh, I hope that helps. You yes. got a little bit of choice there. You could even just build it all, and then nobody knows what you're going to bring. Mm, yeah. 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 Speaking of that, I wish there was like. I was I was bitching about rules with um, somebody. I think it was Brady, maybe, because uh, I like he he and I used like we played Infinity a few times before. And in Infinity, you can like you, know, you don't have to disclose certain things, which leaves you like a lot more tactical flexibility. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so we we're bitching about like you know you have to like one thing that bugs the crap out of me is it's like oh if I have a jet, I have to declare if it's coming in deep strike or if it's coming in from like outflank or if it's flying onto the board normally. Yeah. But it's coming in turn two. Like that's enough time for me to be like, Hey, actually change of plans. We need you to like nose dive in instead of like swinging around the side. Yeah. And it's a jet. Like, 
I should be able to make that call, you know, at turn two. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then the disclosing what is in what transports. Like, so for example, like if you have a dedicated transport, then obviously you'd be like, oh, these guys have the dedicated transport. If a guy has a copy of your sheet, like he could see that that's got like a dedicated transport. But let's say you bought an Anvilus. Mm -hmm. Like you should be able to just be like, yeah, and I have an Anvilus. And then the guy like should have to worry about what might be in that Anvilus. And then you could do like cool shit, like just throw a distraction Anvilus down. Mm. And then so you, you, like, yeah, yeah. So you're like, wanting to increase the, the fog of war basically. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. So like if I drop this Anvilus in and you're going to be like, shit, like I, he's normally got terminators in there, but then I just like walk the terminators on, then you'd be like, Oh shit. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. uh, Cause you probably wasted a bunch of time trying to kill the Anvilus and it's just a big distraction Anvilus now. Well, I feel like the only problem with that would be somebody like, Oh, you know, they, having that decision making at that, uh, I don't know. It would have to. It have to work out. There'd be some kinks that have to be worked out of it for sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think I think part of that too, like you can kind of forgive some of that when you're not playing in like a tournament setting. Because mm. if you're playing in a tournament, then you know. I mean, we've talked about it up and down before, but the podium finish thing, like that, encourages like, sketchier things to get done. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and so, you know, it inspires like almost this win at all costs, which for some people would include being sketchy and lying and stuff. Just yeah. Cause I they mean, we, win. we've all seen it, right? Yeah. But if you're, you know, if you're just like there for shits and giggles and you're like me and you just want to like screw with your opponent, <laughs> you don't, you don't really care if you like win or not. Um, then like, yeah, I, I don't know. I I'd give the guy the benefit of the doubt. Well, yeah. especially if they're coming on, right? Like chances are, I mean, you're, you're come, your reserves come on on a three plus on turn two anyway. So if it like drops down and the whole, like, oh, actually Brady had the solution for that. It was, you have to write down on a piece of paper mm, yeah, and yeah. then you keep it for you. And then if somebody challenges that, you can show it mm -hmm. You can just be like, no, there was nothing in there this time. Right. Cause that's, that's what, that's how you do Marascara. Is you yeah, have to yeah write exactly. Down, you write down what turn they're coming in on. Yeah, on a piece of paper, and then you decide that, right? Um, and then they 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 come on from outflank. Yeah. Uh, but so you could be like, okay, turn three, right? And then you'd be like, oh, they're coming on turn three because yeah, you could pitch a fit and be like, oh well, how do I know that you weren't like that? You know, you well, didn't, you weren't intended to come on like turn two or whatever. Well, that's the thing. Like there are people out there that you know. As much as there are people that are, are willing to cheat to win, there are people that are willing to, you know, rule hammer everything too, right? So having the, that yeah, base, I, that I'm base lucky cover. I, really, I know you've you've run into oh, yeah. that before, but it's a like LVO, but um, yeah, I, uh, interesting. Yeah, Save I'm this. lucky. I haven't I haven't really been like rule hammered too hard, because um, I've I've been really lucky. Like we've done, especially at LVO. I, I always set it up beforehand. I go like, look, if we if we have like a rules dispute, let's try to find it really quickly, but we won't spend more than two minutes on it. If we mm. can't find it quickly, let's just roll for it. Yeah, exactly. And everyone's been everyone's been cool about that. They've been like, yeah, okay, let's just do that, right? And sometimes I lose them, sometimes I win them, but yeah, you know, sometimes it works out in my favor, sometimes it doesn't. I think I think Dan and I did that, and you know, in his role, like you know, it was like, okay, one, two, three, it's your thing four, five, six yeah. is mine. And I got a one, two, three. So I'm like, okay, cool. It's yours. Like, and we just like, you know, I'm not sore about it. 
and just yeah. I want to keep the action moving. Exactly. It's like it's like a ref where sometimes he just lets him play. Like, uh, you know what? Yeah, that was a slash, but I ain't gonna call it mm-hmm. because the action's good right now. Right? That's that's what that's what makes like a good ref is not like someone who's gonna be a Gestapo police officer. Yeah. Um uh, yeah, it's a guy who like who knows when it's truly game interfering, um, and when it's like you can just let him play. Yeah. Well, so. how how about we take a break here? Okay. Because uh, we still got some other stuff to talk about. Let's get some water. Let's let's uh, take a little break here, and then we'll talk about uh, Mournival, um units. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna talk about events, and we'll and talk Mournival, kind of about yeah. like you know, kind of our top picks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, units. some of our favorite ones. Okay, that's yeah. So let's take a break. Sounds good.
Death Betrayal Podcast. All right, Craig, are you hydrated? I am hydrated. Sweet. Are you are you excited? I am excited for what we're about to discuss. Cool. I'm also excited. So <laughs> if you live in England, um, you'll be happy to know that in February 2022, Mortable Podcast is booking and planning an Istvan 3 campaign for the hashtag Return to Istvan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so jump over there. Make sure you follow those guys um, if you don't already. But uh, And give them a listen. We'll give them a little shout out in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let me just jump over there, see if I can get the details for you. Yeah, so it's the Return to Istvan charity event. So it's going to be February 5th um, at 2 a.m. our time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, it's already got 12 people responded, so very nice. And it's uh, it's going to a bit of charity, so, mm-hmm. which will be good as well. Uh, so they're going to relive the betrayal of Horace Lupercal over a fun weekend and raise money for Diabetes UK. Nice. Return to Istvan campaign weekend. Yeah. So it's awesome. Yeah. I'm not sure if uh, if he's just going to use the pack that I already did for that. Um, if he's doing a full weekend, he's going to need some extra missions and stuff. So yeah. Um, I, I maybe he'll just pick some stuff out of there. I'm not sure. Uh, but because uh, I know C and Dan Palfrey have got a pretty good, pretty good spin on my pack mm-hmm. uh, to really pretty it up. Um, so it is a Centurion event. Uh, much like ours is going to be mm-hmm. uh, later this year. Um, once we got, you know, a scrap of normalcy in. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited to run it. I'm excited to fucking play. I'm excited too. Yeah. Um, it'll be sweet. Uh, I'm, I'm, yeah. It's it's going to be awesome, man. Especially <laughs> like it's it's just going to be such a relief. Yes. Um, and that that's going to lead into uh, Adepticon 2022's uh, Istvan event. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, you know, we're, we've got that booked in. We do. Yep. Um, and uh, a lot of lot of travel for Heresy in 2022. <laughs> I think is going to happen, which is good because I've been just saving my all my credit card points. <laughs> um, I've got like a hundred thousand. Oh, nice. Adventure points right now, so I think I can like fly around the world with that. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hopefully. And uh, I gotta get one of those sweet uh, battle foam traveler backpack things. Mm. Yeah, they are pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, locally, I don't think there's anything really on the docket right now, with the exception of um, of our RTI event. Yeah. Um, just with my life being in limbo right now, <laughs> but, yeah. uh, Hey, it's the way the road. Um, and, uh, yeah, yeah. So, but in between, uh, well, it won't be before February 5th but, or it won't no. be after February 5th because I believe it's the last weekend in January mm-hmm. is the Las Vegas open 2022. Mm-hmm. So it's back on. Yep. Uh, it's ready to go. Frontline's excited. You're excited. I, oh, I'm excited. I'm excited. Because uh, uh, I'm, I'm making a, I don't know, would you call it a return? I mean, I wrote the players back in 2019. Yeah. I, I didn't officially like TO the event, but I wrote no. the back, um, wrote all the missions, all the lore and stuff. Uh but it was still kind of tournament style, which yes, it was. I mean, you know, is not my jam. Um, so it was still fun. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's always fun, right? Mm-hmm. Two games, three days almost uh, yeah, of game. hardcore gaming, like yeah. hardcore heresy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, dude on dude action. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, what's not to love about it? But uh, I'm excited this year. So I'm I'm going to be running it in, in full. So I'll be writing yeah. and running. Um, and uh, we've got a lot of cool shit that I'm kind of planning. But um, you know, we're, we're going to going to get some av involved which is exciting <laughs> get it a little interactive yeah um, shout out to the swedes for helping with that one yeah, um, yes. yeah which uh they, they were saying it's scandis and scandis is usually like a bigger bigger draw mm-hmm. um, they usually get more folks than i think lvo does okay. um yeah usually around like the 40 people mark i think okay. uh, which is a little bit higher and they were saying like with this system the eos were even able to play Oh, at the same awesome. time so i'm like oh that'll be sweet because then you know i won't just be like walking around waiting mm-hmm. for or well I, I wouldn't be walking around with the way that i do things it's a lot of computer work on my side yeah um yeah that's kind of why i was pulling my hair out at hikati when i kind of had to like step in last minute yeah because you had I'm, yeah I'm scrambling i'm trying to like work the formulas i'm trying to change the <laughs> change the scores i'm trying to coordinate like you know the servo skull thing so yeah. uh, we're not doing the servo skull thing i know we've talked about like what mm. i do for that on the show like i can't manage that that and i'm no. not bringing like that many of my models for people that i don't know to just exactly handle um because i won't get i won't get them all back not that anyone would steal them on purpose it's no just, but they'll just end up in a case and yeah yeah they'll just or they'll get left on a table or you know yeah. it's it's just one of those things oh yeah it's like don't, don't lend friend money don't lend friends money mm. and um, you know, don't hand your models out at a massive convention. No, <laughs> it's just, just not smart. <laughs> so yeah, it is what it is. Um, yeah. but, so we, uh, yeah, this news up... came down what, uh, last week. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I'd, I'd been in chat for a little while. I had some back and forth. I just kind of wanted to get it all sorted out with FLG. Um, mm. And like, make sure that I fully understood what what uh, they wanted. Yeah, what the expectations were, what was happening, and kind of timelines and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, before I I fully committed and and you know confirmed with them. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, like you know, I made a proposal. I said this is kind of what I want to do with it. This is how I want to do it. This is how many people. So right now we're slotted in for forty people. Okay. But if uh, if we get interest up and above that, we can we can take it to eighty or a hundred. Oh, that'd be um, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, and with with this system, I think we can actually make it make it happen oh, quite yeah. easy. So, yeah, we've I've I've gotten a number number of positive feedback. Uh, I got a lot of people that have like messaged me kind of since mm-hmm. flying out, and they're like, "Man, like now that I know that you're doing it, like I'm in." Um, you know, I've I've heard in the past that you know a lot of folks have kind of avoided it because you know we used to hear LVO 2020 a lot around the podcast the podcast space mm-hmm. uh and then they ultimately i think everyone just kind of shirked it off in 2020 and decided they didn't want to do it um yeah. and kind of from what i've heard is that it's it's because of that tournament nature of it which again some people like i, I get that you enjoy it um, mm-hmm. but that's that's not the kind of event that i want to run um i mean you've you've been to my events and yep you and I've worked together in the past. You've kind of known my yep. vision for a long time. I have. I have. Um, no. I have and, seen the greater vision. We've discussed it at length yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think 
I think it's just one of those things that you need to try it, and I think you'll enjoy it. It's not going to be for everybody, just like a tournament scene is tournament for everybody. Tournament's not for everyone, yeah. But, um, you know, uh, there'll, there'll still be a mega battle component. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the nice thing is, is if we can if, if we can grow it and we can get it big enough, then, you know, we can add a mega battle event for the people that want to do a mega battle, and we can add, like, an excruciatus on that day. Mm-hmm. So, you know, say say we've got you know, six, ten people who really want to just go, like, you know, dicks out. Mm-hmm. Um, then if we, you know, if we grow it to a point where it's big enough that we can satisfy that, then let's do it. Yeah. Uh, if that's something, you know, if, if, if you want to, if you're not a mega battle guy, but you're a guy you still who still want to play games. Yeah. Well, yeah. Or you're a guy who like, you know, wants to take a run at that excruciatus style, like send me a message. Yeah. Let me know. Cause if I have enough people, I can get us the space to do like a short one day excruciatus, mm-hmm. you know, you can get your like absolute nastiest weapons of mass destruction, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, viral bombing out of the way. And then, you know, buckle down or unbuckle, I guess, I don't know, loosen the tie, <laughs> <laughs> I suppose, uh, you know, and then play two game, two days of just, you know, fucking real narrative gameplay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I'm, still working through where I want the story to end. So I usually start at the end and I work backwards and then I'll okay. work the missions to tell that story. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is, is how, you know, it's typically my process. So I'll have all of a draft up uh, in March for the FLG well, guys. And... You know, it's, it's funny because after we talked to Andrew Hollis there, mm-hmm. by the way, our uh, um, stuff came in from Australia. Oh, sweet. Sweet. Um, after we talked to Andrew and he was saying like, you know, he, how his was growing, how his narrative event was growing and he got up to a hundred people. I mean, it just made me excited for what, what LVO can be. Um, and if we can get people excited for, you know, a narrative driven event, not a tournament style event, that doesn't mean bringing a weak list or a watered down list. It just no, means it's... bringing something to a thematic list that, you know, it's going to be fun for everyone, you know. Well, what, gonna... what did Murray call it? Murray called it uh, thematic and functional. Yes, thematic so, and functional. Yeah, um, and and you and I were kind of talking about it offline. I think I think what really the spirit of it is not to like list tailor to the mission mm-hmm. or you know try to. I mean, maybe you want to do a take on all comers. I don't know. It's it's up to you. How you build your list isn't isn't a you know that's not up to me. But yeah. Largely, the spirit that I, I'm trying to infuse into the event is, you know, you build your army. It's something that reflects, you know, the synergistic ways of the Legion, you mm-hmm. know, the things that drew you to that Legion if yeah. you're playing a Legion. Yeah, uh, right, you know, yeah. you, you might be playing a militia, in which case, you know, that militia always comes with a theme. Mm-hmm. Like it always does, whether it's dudes and nervous lighters acting as airborne, or if it's a mobile infantry, or if it's survivors in the dark age or... and fancy tanks, right? Or yeah. in like fancy land raiders because they had the STC. So you're, you know, they're playing pseudo Marines because mm-hmm. then you can put grenadiers in a land raider and you've got like, you know, wannabe space Marines. Yeah. Um, which, you know, is a, is a route that I frequently look at taking. <laughs> um, you know, or, or whatever, like there's the theme that comes out of that and then a style of play that ends up along with that. Yeah. And, 
I'm uh, I'm really feeling the asthma right now. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. Okay. So I'm no just worries. I'm getting out of breath. And uh I'm I've been able to take my meds for like a few days. Oh, um geez. it's fine. I'm not like I don't have like a lethal <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But it's still causing yeah, you it's short just, of breath. Yeah, well it was like, you know, it was warm and we had all the allergens and stuff and then we got like six centimeters of snow yesterday. Yeah. It's just all over the map. And then it, you know, it was melting today, so that gets all you know, reinvigorates all the mold on the grass and mm-hmm. It's just, it is what it is. <laughs> but um, anyways, yeah, what I was saying is, you know, I want to infuse that that real sort of, like, the reason that you started playing. Because mm-hmm. um, I don't think any of us was like, you know what, I really love winning, so I'm going to go play Horse Heresy. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is true. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, yeah, we like to win. Yeah, we all. You know, we, like, most of us like to win. It's still a competitive really game, but it's still it's still a game of you know of competition, right? You're still trying to see who's the better general. So I, I don't. I thought about it's, this the other day, and I had the better description, and I should have wrote it down, but I was driving. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's it's not it's not so much of a competition. It's like. what's a good example of it it's like a test but you're not you're not really trying to test about who's best right you're trying to like test against yourself like i think all of us are trying to get more synergistic with our armies we're trying to get a better handle on what our army can do we're trying to make tweaks we're trying Mm -hmm. to like you know just do these little things but i think for the most part most of us aren't because competition comes down to a spirit i think Right. And most of us aren't like, yeah, this is going to smash dicks. Some of us, yeah, sure we are. But most of us are like, this is going to be cool. This Mm. is going to, like, you know what I mean? Mm. It's like, oh, this is going to make a cool effect. Right. It's like we were talking about the dread claw. It's like, oh, this will really like throw the guy for a loop. Mm -hmm. Right. You're trying to find new tactics and you're trying to find new ways to keep things interesting. And you're trying to find new ways to play and new ways to shake things up so that they don't get boring. Yes. Um, Because if we wanted to play that same game over and over again, we'd fucking go play chess. Mm -hmm. And chess is competitive. Yes, it is. Right. Um, And so it's balanced as a result. Our game isn't really balanced, but it allows for really cool shit. And it allows for, you know, those those crazy moments, those TSN turning points. Mm -hmm. That's that's what keeps us coming back, Um, or at least for me. Yes. Keeps me coming back. Right. and yeah, you're trying to win because it's a game, but it's also like, you know, playing Fall Guys at the same time. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm trying to get to the end and winning's awesome, but I'm really just there for the time, right? I'm really there just just to play. Yeah. Um, and when you win, it's wicked because it's always close. Like, you, mm-hmm. you never win by a massive margin in Fall Guys. You never do. <laughs> like it's always down to the wire it's a nail biter and that's what's exciting yeah like I've, you know i've i've almost tabled a guy before and you know and and actually i've um there was a spring fling event that we played and i got just smashed the first game no fun right huge mm-hmm. margin like i i don't even know if i killed anything uh, maybe I killed one or two units. Mm-hmm. That sucks. That's not fun for me. Then I played the second game, and it's with you know a guy that doesn't get to play with us too much, Zach, and 
you know, he and I went for lunch first and we're jiving, you know, we're jiving, we're throwing like words. And then I'm like, all right, man, I'm going to beat you. And I got like a good lead on him. And then he turned it around on me and it ended real close and he beat me. And mm. I was like, fuck yeah, that was awesome. Right. So then I was like, okay, cool. Like I'm sitting at the bottom of the ladder. I'm going for that wooden spoon. Mm. And, and I was like, okay, I'm in competition with you. Uh, and I'm in competition with this Andrew kid that I've never yeah. met. And I was like, fuck, this spoon is mine. And then I did, you know, he, he was a newer guy. So I was pulling punches, but the dice for the first time ever were with me and they were not with him. Mm. And so he was using like um, a custodian army. I, I don't know if it was lent to him or if he had just bought it from somebody. Uh, and because at this point I've played custodians up and down the fucking hall. Yeah. Um, I kind of knew what I was doing, but the dice were with me too. And I wanted to lose this game, but I beat him by an incredible margin. <laughs> and I could tell he wasn't having a good time and I wasn't having a good time beating him like that, even though yeah. I was kind of trying to like, you know, lose. Because <laughs> <laughs> I wanted the wooden spoon. Well, sometimes the dice gods are not yeah, with you. Yeah, and sometimes they're not with you, right? But I mean, he also, like he was new to the game, so he hadn't had much practice and he was playing against someone who was a little more experienced. Um, but you know, he wasn't enjoying the game, but he was enjoying my company. Right. So I was helping him out. I was like, Hey, no, 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 don't do that. Do this instead. Like, mm. this is why you want to do that. And I was trying to teach him along through. And then I was like, okay, well, you know, you tried, but you rolled one hit. I can't help you. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, uh, sorry about that. Right. And like, so we had a good time and he and I chat all the time and he's working on stuff now cause he wants to come back. Cause now that things are shifting much mm -hmm. more in, you know, the style of play that I've always been a fan of, um, he wants to come back cause he's in the same, he's in the same sort of, you know, thing like winning would be cool, but, but having fun is more important. Yeah, exactly. Like, it, you know, it's kind of like, it's that old adage of like, you know, the real journey was the friends we made along the way or whatever, <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know, or the real destination was the friends we made along the way. Yeah. And so it's the same sort of thing, right? It's, it's about like what happens on the way to that win, mm -hmm. who wins doesn't really matter. Right. Yeah. Um, Cause this, you know, we're not, we're not actually fighting for the walls of Terra right now. Like if, if you lose that game, your dad doesn't die. <laughs> you know Accurate. What I mean? um and i mean i've made jabs at it when you and i were kind of on that that small gaming committee i guess we'll call it mm. uh and you know everyone was kind of in favor of plaques and i'm like i don't want a plaque like you know what i mean i'm not i'm not gonna bring a girl over to my apartment and she's gonna be like what's this for and you know then i gotta get a mop after i tell her that oh yeah that's because i'm like the number one at toy soldiers <laughs> like i'm probably gonna be showing her the door and then tugging <laughs> one out <laughs> i mean no one's impressed that you're the best at plastic soldiers um they're just not <laughs> and that that might be a controversial statement i don't know but for me I'd rather get some new models or a wooden spoon even um, than a than, plaque. Yeah. than a plaque or a trophy or whatever. Cause for mm -hmm. me, I just, I don't, that's not, that's not for me. Yeah. Right. Um, and so, you know, I, I haven't figured out how we're going to do prizes uh, yet for LVO, but there's not going to be a podium finish. Okay. So if anybody's planning to show up just to get that number one spot trophy, it ain't going to be there this year. 
or next year. Yeah, 2022. <laughs> yeah, this year's past. Um, yeah, so you know, you're not you're not going to get a trophy for having the highest score or the most victory points or whatever. Um, you know, mm-hmm. maybe we'll do a vote or I, I I haven't fully decided how to work it out, right? But I mean, you went to Hikati. That's that's more more my speed on mm-hmm. on awards and stuff like best presented, favorite character. You know, um, people aren't really going to be bringing tables, I don't think. So, no, no, but no um, best maybe table. some people are, yeah. <laughs> but you know, there won't be there won't be a draw for if you brought a fully painted table's worth of terrain. Because um, you know, I mean, like you know, Castro in in the UK from the Hate Club isn't going to pack up a crate <laughs> full of his terrain <laughs> and ship it over exactly um, just for a prize. Uh, that's just not going to happen. Um, you know, so. I, I I haven't quite worked it out. I'm gonna talk with Hollis, see kind of what Hollis does, because mm-hmm. you know pick Hollis his brain a little. Right. Yeah, yeah, because he you know he gives prizes out, but he doesn't have a podium finish either, right? So maybe we'll do it by like you know have a vote for your favorite teammate, have a vote for your favorite opponent. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, maybe you'll collate it that way, and you know give prizes out for cool dudes. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I haven't worked it out. But, oh well, I mean, but we still got you still got time, so yeah, yeah, I've got like nine months. Um, so <laughs> I mean, yeah, uh, we'll get we'll get all those details worked out. But come for the game, come for the company, come, come for the for fun, booze, come for the fun, come for the story. Um, you know, I I don't think I'll be able to, uh, you know, do like the registrant way that i used to do like what do they do with katie where it's like okay you know it's a smaller group so i can say like okay cool you're the first one to pay who also wanted to be iron warriors mm-hmm. and your trader which character do you want yeah if oh. any yeah like i don't think i'm going to be able to do that so you'll still probably see like you know some death stars or or maybe i'll limit it to one character but I'm not going to be able to police that so yeah um yeah it, it is what it is but i think it i think it helps scale it back and then we'll probably do the you know um i think we're gonna do three thousand points yeah so we'll we were probably talking about that. yeah we'll probably do like 1750 centurion three thousand um three thousand frontline mm-hmm. i think um and uh, if it's not 1750 centurion it'll be two thousand but that'll kind of be how you have to build your army right so you're going to kind of create two lists a centurion list and a frontline list Mm-hmm. And that frontline list um, contains your centurion list, and uh, I think I think we saw a Hikati that like really balanced it out. We didn't have yeah. huge sways and scores. Um, you know, we didn't have things going like way out of control. Uh, and then um, the last guy who ran a competitive league in town made basically if you wanted to use the demons thing. Mm-hmm. Um, they could only score the maximum amount of points that the mission could give them mm, or yes, give yes. the other player. Right? Yeah. Um, in that way. So like people couldn't people, run away yeah, with points. Yeah, exactly. The, like the player still has a chance to tie it at least. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause it, so it can get, it can get out of hand quickly with the demons. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I might do that. Um, so, you know, things like knights will have to be allies only, obviously. Um, but I was already talking to, the gentleman who usually plays knights and he was like hey i'm just wondering like what's going to be what so i can get working on my other armies mm-hmm. 
and uh, you know are they going to be uh, are they allowed as allies and i was like yeah you can bring an allied detachment that's fine yeah right um and i mean he's really only going to have like 1250 points to play with that so um in a frontline list you'll be able to up and away with that but um yeah he, he's the kind of guy who can he can punch hurt if he has to or he can just fucking come and mm-hmm. play for the fun right he just wants yeah. to know what's what's what yeah he just um, wants that it, heads up right yeah yeah and i'm happy to do that so you know fire me a note if, if you got questions Mm-hmm. I'll let your boy, right? I'll tell you what I can tell you, um, but if it's pertinent to the story or anything like that, then I'm not going to give you an answer. <laughs> I'll Fair just enough. tell you I can't tell you, and, and that's it. Uh, and you probably won't get a peek at the story either because I'm keeping this one <laughs> as under my hat as I can. That's fine by me. That's fine by me. Because so, I know you'll be playing. So uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then uh, hopefully we'll get some some pre buy stuff down on the floor again. Mm-hmm. So I can buy mm-hmm. more stuff to put in a box and not and use. Not do anything with it. Yeah. Uh... Boy, if it. Um, yeah. I mean, it's tempting, but like I said, I think I'm feeling more of being like a mortal. So like being the mortal armies. Mm-hmm. So even though I've got like some cool lists and yeah, some cool cool stuff, I think I'm gonna just start putting it up for sale. Well, um, well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know. Yeah. Do you, I know you? You'll you'll see you'll be a squirrel and see shiny and yeah, off in another direction you go. I, yeah, so. I'm a, I'm a fanboy, but I gotta like, I'm I'm just never gonna catch up, and then mm-hmm. like I'm just so into regular squishy human armies right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Like I love the militia list. Solar ox list is good. Uh, the models are good. I don't know. I just I I think I think it's. I was talking to Miles about it, and I think it's like the Primaris syndrome. Where mm. It's just like there's just so much Space Marine all the time that you're like, fucking give me anything else. Hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, we are talking about a period of time. I, when... Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> just, um, I still like Space Marines. I'm not saying space. You know, I'm not saying I don't like gun pigs. Mm-hmm. Just saying I need a break. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, and I just, you know, I just like doing stuff different. You know me. Yeah, I know. Oh, I know. Trust me. Yeah. So. so right on. Uh, speaking yeah. of something that we'll see at LVO. You want to talk yeah. about Mortal Yeah, unit? actually, good point. Yeah, so um, the Mortal Events rulebook and Battle Manual will be in effect. Um, I don't think I'm going to use the experimental fact for right now. Okay. Even though it does have, like, uh cap 12 land raiders in it <laughs> mm-hmm. but uh i think it's just one more document that's going to get thing like you know a lot of people i think are going to be kind of new to this at least in mainland north america um so i don't want to overwhelm people mm-hmm. right now right because the experimental fact is like hey you know custodies units are plus 25 points which i agree with because i think they're under costed mm-hmm. uh but you know, and then it's like, okay, um, Reaver squad or uh, Marauder squads are like minus 25 points as a base. Um, you know, Phoenix Spears are AP2 all the time, which I think needs to happen. It's a lot of stuff I agree with, but until it's like just, yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I, know I, I know what you're trying to say. Maybe, maybe we'll put it in there because it's like a fucking one-page document. We'll um, see. I, I... But... Yeah, uh, for right now, with 100% certainty, uh, the battle manual and the um, the rule book 
will be in effect. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, for Centurion, there's a section of Centurion right of wars. Uh, I know Zach asked me this question. I hadn't given an answer yet because I've been thinking on it. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll just allow the Centurion right of war to be used in all game types, like up to frontline. But mm-hmm. I think I'm going to keep it to just Centurion um, for right now. Like, so if, if you're using like a Centurion right of war, then you can only use it in the Centurion. Centurion because, yeah, because yeah. it says that it says that in the book, right? Um, so like if we go to the Centurion rules, Mortal Centurion, that starts on page seven of the Mortal Rulebook. And then it's additional right of war. Um, so it, it was about, you know, uh, specialist formations and companies, dedicated roles and large numbers of the Legion, years of training, et cetera. Um, uh, yeah, so the model of the Master Legion Special Rule is not required to use Centurion Rights of War, and Centurion is in bold. These Rights of War are to be used with the Crusade Force Organization Chart only. Um, I don't know what organization chart you would be using alternatively inside of a Centurion game, but here we are, right? So they're labeled as Centurion Right of War, like the Legion Recon Company. Um, there's already kind of a le- like a Recon Company Right of War. Um, Legion Headquarters Company, like, you know, that increases the banner area of effect and stuff. So, no, that's not, you know, the Legion Tactical Company. This is, like, a really good one. But the main issue that I think comes into play with these is going to be, you know, and and a lot of them I like, like the Destroyer Company and, like, the Legion Seeker Cadre, the Assault Company, the Breacher Company, the Veteran Company, like a lot of them add cool stuff and cool flavors. Like I like them, but for right now, until I got a chance to like talk to Tom Gould and see what he thinks, I'm just going to leave them. Um, oh, actually, it says the following rights of war can be used in Age of Darkness games, but not in Centurion games, following all the usual rules. So that's like the Legion Outrider band. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if they're Centurion, they're Centurion only. You can still build your list to fit those probably, um, but then fit a different right of war at the bigger points mm-hmm. points mode uh, and then just a quick note as well because there have been some questions um to Curian gameplay mode like that that tweaks around with um you know like uh, uh psychic rules and stuff to change them a little bit mm-hmm. we're not doing any decurian mode so that's a lot like um that's a lot closer to uh, like the kill the old version of Kill Team, or um, maybe that Shadow Wars game that came out or something. I can't remember what that was called. It was like really short. It was like it came out. It had like the cool terrain in the box set. It was a limited run, and then like Kill Team came out like six months later. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, you know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, and um, it came with like scouts and orcs in it. So uh, it's it's a lot similar to that. We're not playing any of those. So anything that relates to Decurion mode inside the rulebook or the battle manual, you can completely ignore because mm-hmm. uh, we're not playing those. Those would have to be like an event all on its own. It's something that I would love to play, but uh, it's just not going to happen, right? Because you make like a war band. So you can, it, it, I mean, you've played Infinity. It reminds me somewhat of like a sectorial in Infinity. Okay. Right? Um, so you can make like ad hoc units, but... Um, you can take them from like you can add Legiones Astartes, you can add Mechanicum, you can add Solar Auxilia, like Sisters of Silence, um, stuff like that, and you can like kind of create these cool little groups. You can add Militia mm-hmm. and Cults, 
So like if 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 you were someone that loves that story with um the old the book censure i think it is like the short story censure i think that's what it was um it's got the ultramarine guy with the red helmet and he's like rocking around with his little like militia sniper buddy from the penal unit Mm -hmm. uh this would be like how you'd want to play that out (laughs) would be with like decurion warband um so anything like that you don't have to touch you don't have to worry about um, cause we're not dealing with it. So all you got to worry about is the Centurion and the regular stuff. So things like the armory in the age of darkness. So additional ammunition types, those are all there. So, so, you know, some of my favorite would be like the Raven guard Scorpius light plus 15 points. Um, so you can have bolters of veterans, tactical and recon squads can take these for 15 points per unit. And if they remained stationary in the preceding movement phase, they may choose to fire their bolters at the following profile type heavy one but it gains rending excluding snapshots so you can't you can't use it on snapshots but to hit rolls of six gain ap2 so it's like pseudo rending it doesn't cause the wound but mm. if you roll to hit to six right or like pyre bolts for the salamanders which is five points per unit bolters on tactical marines breach remains and veteran squads gain deflag rate it's pretty cool yeah Right. Um, you kind of get like an almost Volkite. Pseudo <laughs> um, you Volkite. Know, yeah, exactly. The Sons of Horus get Bane Strike, which like already exists. Um, mm-hmm. I assume the Alpha Legion's the same. Yeah, they get the Bane Strike as well. Uh, but this one's this one's fun. The Militia can take Hot Shot. But it's early experimental Hot Shot. So it's not 18 inches Assault 2, Strength 3, AP 3. It's 18 inches Assault 1, Strength 3, AP 3, gets hot. And it's plus 40 points per unit. Ooh. Yeah. So, pretty cool. Your guy might get singed a little bit, but that's going to help you out quite a bit. Especially... Uh, oh, it's only their auxiliary rifles as well. That was smart. Mm. So they, they did that so that way you can't take advanced weapons and get strength 4 AP3. Because the Grenadier squads can buy advanced weapons if you take survival. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then any LAS weapon becomes strength 4. Or if, if it's a LAS lock, it's strength 5. So any LAS weapon goes up by 1 strength. Mm. So these are on auxiliar rifles only. Mm. Um, but yeah, those could really help you. Yeah, for sure. And, and those, like, you know, it's the age-old question, like, what do you want? Do you want to wound them on threes instead of fives? Um, or do you want to go through their armor? armor saves? Or do you want to just get through the armor? Fair so, enough, yeah. yeah. Got to choose. Got to make those tough tough choices. Exactly. Uh, the exotic melee weapons will also be in effect, so that's nice and easy. They're all the same cost. It's just the cost of a power fist. Um so any independent character may exchange a power fist for one of those weapons. Lots of cool shit in there. Um, I'm going to take a closer look at that later. But uh, Elite Two-Handed grants minus two initiative. Yeah, that's a pretty good one, actually. The Executioner Blade. Strength plus two AP2. Mm. But you're two initiatives slower. But if you're mm. being someone with a power fist, yeah, I'm glad you have it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um might use that for like a reaver lord in the future that'd be a cool one actually like because i've got the the um the red wake 
mm-hmm. that I want to make into something. That'd be a pretty sweet one. But anyways, um, yeah, and additional psychic disciplines as well. So with that, we're not going to go through like the whole book. Um, I just thought it was pertinent to kind of make make those points clear. Make some things clear. Yeah, um, in in advance, so that way people can kind of get started now, if they're planning on coming and they want to they want to you know plan their characters or whatever. Oh yeah. Um, I wonder if the exotic melee weapons, because any independent character can exchange those. I assume that that would also mean knights errant. So maybe I'll maybe I'll see. Um, I don't know if a knight. I think a knights errant can take a power fist. No, I don't think they can. Maybe I'll have to check into it. If they can, then um, we'll have those. Those will be up for gla- grabs too in our little knights errant thing. But mm-hmm. they also add lots of new and existing units. But why don't you take us through some of your favorites? Well, so there's there, there's the obvious unit that everyone goes for, and that's the heavy destroyers. They're they're awesome. Yeah, but, I can't believe gonna... Forge World never came out <laughs> like with something similar. I, I know, I know, but that's not what we're going to talk about. So, two of my favorite legion or two of my favorite units are one is a uh, legion specific unit and one is not. Both of them have something in common. So, uh, for me, one of my favorite units is the Triari Breacher Squads for the World Eaters. Okay, let me find them. They are on page 34. Perfect. Thank you. No Look problem. at you coming prepared. Well, I've had it open for a while now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Okay, I'm there. So, the reason why I like these guys is, one, they were a major factor in the World Eaters. They were their, what they literally used to board other ships. Um, and they have one of the coolest captains, and that's Delvaris, because he's just so badass. Um... So these are actually described in Betrayer, right? Yes, they are described in Betrayer. Yeah. So these are the guys that ended up repelling the Ultramarines when they attacked Angron's flagship. Okay, gotcha. Uh, The second time. The first time they they didn't. They, they, Delvaris took his men down to the battlefield and then the Dreadnoughts had to, uh, the, the contemporary Dreadnoughts that were still on the ship had to defend the ship. Yeah. But, I digress. Um, the Triari uh, Breacher Squads. Uh, so the big thing about them is they come with Feel No Pain. They mm-hmm. have counterattack. And they are coming with chain axes and boarding shields. They do have... Uh, they do still have bolt pistols. So they do have some shooting. But these guys are in your face, ready to hit you as hard as possible. They're a fast attack choice for, for the World Eaters. And they're great in Zora Mortalis. These guys are a phenomenal unit for Zone Mortalis, and they fluffy for Zone Mortalis as well. I still don't know why Forge World didn't think to add these guys. Like they, they yeah, I don't made... know. They they gave them to the like to the Ultramarines. Yeah, because right? you can like the Ultramarine Breacher has the special rule where it's yeah. like, oh, they can all take power swords. Yeah, like, why, yeah. Well, you could just added that. Like you could just said like. You know, yeah. uh, world leaders can all take power swords, and world leaders can all take chain axes. Chain axes, done. Simple as that. Um, but yeah, no, they're two hundred points. Um, they have some. They have breacher charges, artifice armor, melt bombs. Uh, the sergeant can take a power weapon, lightning claw, power fist, thunder hammer. Yeah. Um, 
all the usual yeah, all the usual but it's really more for the fluff it, it fits yeah. it it it's they're they're great in in close combat they're great in zone mortalis games and they're fluffy as fuck they fit so well in the world either zone mortalis game that i can't believe forge world just didn't have rules for these guys right from the get-go yeah so you're doing some up oh yeah Oh, I have I have everything to do them up already. They're just Sweet. they just need to be done. And my next my next unit that I want to talk about, and again, this fits for Zone Mortalis, is the Breacher Support Squad. This again is a squad that makes a hundred percent sense, and I don't know why Forge World didn't just include it in the oh, yeah. uh, the Red Books. Like it makes sense uh, even for Zone Mortalis. Like who who's gonna like? Yes, they're more expensive. But you have you're talking about having uh, breachers with you can have Volkite chargers, Volkite cavaliers, las cutters, grav graviton guns, melted bomb or melted guns, plasma guns. Like again, this fits so well in a zone mortalis game. It's just it's why why was why, why was was Forge World sleeping at the time when they when they wrote this up? Like they, this this seems like an auto include. Like they should have done this. Like. I guess the units that I'm picking are units that I actually think should have already been done up by Forge World. And it's nice to see that the Mournival event guys, they did this. They added these units that just make sense for the game. Yeah, well, and, and units that we hear about like in the yeah. stories, and then it's like, oh, I, I don't get those. I, I, don't, um, I can hear about them, but I can't ever use them. Like, it just Yeah, like I'd love to... if they came out with the Raptors and Looper Kai. Mm. Those are two that I want to see. Um, I mean, it just it just makes sense to, that for a Zorn Mortalis game, having a bunch of breaches running around with melted guns seems pretty fitting for cutting open doors and yeah. and you know, like I get you can take a support squad, but the breaches are meant for Zorn Mortalis games. That's where they really shine, and not having the support squad, you know, not having a breacher support squad in the main book just seems like a lost, a missed opportunity on the part of Forge World. Yeah, to me. And again, but same with the Triari. Like you, you said, all the Ultramarines can have all the breaches can take power weapons. Then let the World Eaters take chain or chain axes. Like it just seems like a no brainer. And I mean, it's not like the squad's any any more expensive than Triari. Like it's two hundred points for ten guys and a sergeant. Like it's two hundred points. Like it just it makes sense. And yeah, it's more expensive than a ten man uh, tactical squad, but it's definitely more useful in in, in uh, Zone Mortalis. Mm-hmm. That's just yeah. my opinion. Same with the support yeah. squads. Like the support squad is uh, 125 points for five guys, and then of course you have to pick up your weapons and whatnot. They come stock with flamers, just like normal support squads. And again, even that, like a, just five guys, five reachers with with flamers at 125 points in Zorn Mortalis. Oh my god, it's almost an auto include. Yeah, like you'll, you just never assault it. You just stay away from it. They just they control whole sections of the board unless you're a dreadnought. Yeah, yeah, you're just gonna want to shoot at them. Yeah, just take pot shots at them, and you're just gonna want to like mass bolter fire them because you just mm-hmm. don't want those shields to come into play. No, you um, don't. Or plasma gun them, I guess. I mean, they're only like a six plus at range. Yeah, but it's actually, something. So, yep. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But yeah, I mean, like, yeah, they're not they're not immovable, but you're definitely gonna not want to charge one. Yeah. You're not going to want to charge a support, uh, breach your support squad with flamers. No, you just you, <laughs> you don't want to even you don't want to charge a, a, a support squad with flamers in general. Like, like it just if they have enough flamers, you're just screwed. Yeah, 
yeah just stay the fuck away from yeah that. you're just gonna get um, barbecued yeah well i mean it's like we were talking about on the last episode right um with those uh the pyroclasts and the flamer mm-hmm. support squad like just have them sit tight yeah don't just don't move them just, just put them on move. something yeah, have them sitting there and make the enemy come to you because they're not going to want to they're all they're going to have to shoot you off of there and if you're playing smart you're behind cover because again flamers ignore cover you're in a golden spot yeah yeah 100 percent. i completely agree um yeah okay i guess Good i choice. guess for me the, like my, my choices were simply that units that seemed that should have were obvious choices for forge world to put in and it's kind of like why didn't you why did why did fans have to make rules for these seemingly auto include units Eh, business probably Mm. but yeah i mean i i agree i mean maybe you know if they change away from the black books and go to more of like the necromunda you know house of whatever books Mm -hmm. then yeah you know maybe we will start seeing more stuff like that um which would be nice you know we'll start seeing seeing more uh more additions Mm. um and just you know crazier shit and you know now that they know that people want it people will be able to introduce it and and use it Mm -hmm. I think that was probably the biggest hiccup for a long time. And and maybe maybe there's some some semblance of like, ah, shit, if I put it, people are going to expect like a unit for it. And then I got to mm. pay a guy to fucking make a specific Legion Breacher support squad kit. We're going to make a guy with like a Triari upgrade kit. But uh, I mean, really? Yeah, I mean, you really? don't have to. Like, Is it really hard? Like even even for the, the, the uh, support squad, you can you can build this through Forge World, no problem. You just get the the uh, support squad weapons. If you want Meltas, you buy the Meltas. You buy Breachers, and you're done. Like yep. there's no there was no extra work other than coming up with a set of rules for Forge World for the Breacher support squad. Zero. Yeah, like, I'm not. I don't disagree with you. I'm just playing devil's advocate. I know. I hear you. I do hear you. <laughs> I just. I guess I'm frustrated with the fact that again, these are units. I thought could have easily been incorporated into the black books and shocking that they're not. I don't know. I mean, I'm okay with fan rule stuff. Like, I mean, look at, look at BFG. Like how long did that hang on? Um, You know, just because of the fans and, and you know, you hear, you hear that, you know, that fucking that sentence all the time, like heresy is dead. And like, nah, man, it's not dead. It's never going to die because just because, I mean, again, BFG, Mordheim, like the Mordheim subreddit just hit 5,000 subscribers today. Mm. Um, you know, these games are still being played. Just because the company doesn't make shit for it anymore doesn't mean that you have to stop playing it, especially with the advent of 3D printers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, who cares? Just do it, right? And that's that's one of the reasons why I'm, I'm going to, you know, why I want to use these rules in LVO is it's just like, it, it's going to prime for if that, that ever comes to pass, you know, mm-hmm. or if they get to the end of the heresy and then they're just like, okay, well guys, we did it. Like keep playing the game. Yeah. Have fun. You're not getting game, anything new. Fun. Yeah. And I mean, like, that's fine. Like, you know, what are you going to get that's new if you've kind of gone it all? Yeah. Um, but yeah, the game's not dead. I don't think it's going to die. Not as long no. as there's still people like fucking Tom Gould out there to make rules, make balances mm. as we need them. And then even even if we hit, you know, a type of almost um uh you know utopian state of this game where we have everything and we're happy with everything, people are still gonna play it. And yeah. that's like and that's that's one of the major reasons why like I think you know doing away with things like the podium finish 
are important because if if there's never a meta to chase anymore, then those competitive people aren't going to be interested. They'll go back to 40k or whatever. Mm-hmm. Something that changes, something that you know stays, quote unquote fresh but fresh isn't even the right word because if if every day is if every game is a different game and if you're always adding new shit to your list and you're always changing and then you know there's there's tons of stuff to keep this new and fresh literally for the rest of our lives at least mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so like i mean i don't know i think it's an irrelevant i don't even know what i'm saying right now but <laughs> so so question what are your units what are yeah. some of your favorite yeah so one thing that i love is something that always kind of like stood out to me is like, Oh, why can't I do this? And one thing they didn't do is um, you can't take like a custodian with you, mm. um, which I kind of wish that you could, because there's like plenty of stories of like one lone custodian out there, but mm. you can take an oblivion night centura. Um, and so she becomes an independent character. And I think that's pretty sweet. I'm probably going to work that into some of my stuff, especially with the advent of demons and things like mm. that. I think it's really yeah. important. And, um, I think it's really going to help you and give you that edge that you need, right? It's kind of like a cheap bring along uh, Syracana without Syracana. So, yeah. I mean, like 75 points, she's weapon skill 5, ballistic skill 4. Um, she's the exact same entry that you're used to seeing. She's an HQ choice, and she works as an agent of the Emperor. So, exact same shit, um, and you just roll her in. Uh, mm. There's some other cool shit in there, too. Like some other cool agents, you know, assassins, watch packs, seeker cadres, shit like mm-hmm. that. Um, but really, uh, one thing that that I love is the um, Legion veteran reconnaissance squad. Mm. Right, it's like that's a pretty cool one. Uh, they come with power armor, but you can give them recon armor, same as normal. They can pretty much take all the same stuff that um, the regular recon marines can take, mm-hmm. but they come with they have an added special rule which is the recon specialist um and uh that is the sniper rifle um uh, or sorry they they can take the sniper rifle the shotgun or they can take kraken bolts Mm -hmm. which is the 30 inch range uh, rapid fire bolt bolt round um and then they can take a, a specialist. So every recon marine, including the sergeant, must choose one of the following specializations, gaining the war gear and rules listed below. Note that all members, and uh, note that not all members must take the same specialization. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can give, you can have one of them as a saboteur. So he gains a chainsword and melta bombs. One of them can be the sniper. He gains, so he has to buy the sniper rifle, but he also gets the marksman special rule. Mm-hmm. And plus one ballistic skill. All right. Um, the tracker, uh, he has to take a bolt gun. He takes the Kraken bolts, the combat blade, and acute senses, which is nice and handy. And then the hunter mm-hmm. has a shotgun, a chain blade, plus one attack and acute senses. But you can give all of them the same one if you want. Yeah. So marksman is all attacks or precision shots, excluding snapshots. Mm-hmm. And if the target takes any casualties from such shots, that unit suffers a pinning test. Mm-hmm. Right. So he's like a sniper in its truest form. He's kind of like a like a really, really light Vindicare um, in a squad of other dudes that is much easier to kill and doesn't do nearly as much damage. Mm-hmm. But you can snipe that nice little handy guy out. Um, and then in the experimental errata, uh, if you wanted to take that one step further, these guys can get like an anti-tank round for their sniper rifles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, they're very, very versatile. 
Yeah, and I love scouts and recon rings. Like these guys would fit awesome inside of like an army of dark compliance with like Alpha Legion. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Yeah, like that'd be really thematic. Like, okay, they fucking just pack Exodus with them. I actually don't think Exodus can go with a unit. Um, I think there's no. one. There's one unit he can go with, or maybe two. Maybe one of them's recon Marines. But, um, anyways, they they also have some dedicated transport options. Uh-huh. One of them is the Land Speeder Cutter. Mm. So that's based off the Whisper Cutter that the Raven Guard get, and it's basically a scout. Scout land speeder, land speeder scout, or whatever. The yeah, 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 yeah. Um, right. So it's got like capacity six. Yeah, uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, and if anyone wants to know, the cutter is on page thirty-six. So that's their Mars pattern speeder squadron. Mm. Um, the Raven Guard one gains stealth and may be selected as dedicated transports by more Dathan squads, numbering six or fewer models. Uh, anyway. And then the other one that I've got, I mean, the Solar Auxilia have a lot of cool shit, like a lot of stuff that I think they need because I'm not confident that we'll ever get updated mm-hmm. stuff for them, but really fleshes them out nicely. Some cool jump units. They get a recon squad in there as well, but I'm not going to go into that one. Um, and then the last one is the Militia Mounted Squadron on page 51. Yeah, so if you're someone who likes to use the Death Quarter Krieg models um, for his militia, which is a common thing, we see that quite mm-hmm. a bit. Oh, yeah. right? But you don't have any use for the Death Riders, even though they're pretty cool. Now you can make Death Riders. Yeah. Um, or if you're like me and you're like, oh, hey, I love, um, you know, Skitari. And now the Skitari have those crazy, like, rangers on horseback. Mm hmm. Mm hmm on cyber horseback (laughs) then like great now you can make one so um there's a rider sergeant and a rider or you can give them bikes instead of horses um or beasts Mm -hmm. you could put them on dinosaurs if you wanted to get crazy yeah the uh the um ah what are those dinosaurs from age of um warhammer they were used uh, uh the seraphon or actually the um the dark eldar or the dark elf guys use uh yeah yeah the dark elf guys use them yeah that's the one yeah, i'm thinking yeah, of. They, yeah they they use like some dragon riders or something yeah um but uh yeah like you could use those get crazy with it um if you've got like a bunch of talon or if you've been using like the old talon desert raider models mm-hmm. like great now you can actually have them on horseback um so uh four riders one rider sergeant you can take up to 10 additional riders so you can have a unit of 15 of them all riders in the squadron may be updated upgraded to outriders for one point per model mm-hmm. uh, and um, that changes them from having uh two wounds back to one wound but their toughness goes up to four if they're on the bikes okay yeah uh the entire squadron may replace its close combat weapons with one of the following so augmented weapons for 15 points uh, so the augmented weapon is plus one strength, close combat weapon. So it basically makes you strength four. Mm-hmm. Uh, or riding lances for 35 points. The entire squadron, because um, they do come with auxilia pistols, close combat weapons, and frag grenades. And they have scout and the provenance special rule. Uh, so they may replace their um, auxilia pistols with one of the following auxilia rifles, additional close combat weapons. So you can have them just double sorting it from horseback. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can um, swap to las pistols so if you've got survivors of the dark age uh, you're probably going to want that because it'll put you up to um, 
strength four on those weapons. Mm -hmm. Shotguns for 10 points uh, or las carbines or auto guns for another 10 points. So again, the las carbines, 24 inches, you can make pseudo bolters with them. Mm -hmm. The uh, survivors of the dark age. One model may carry a vexilla or an uncio vox, so you can't take both. Uh, one model may take one of the following: either a flamer, a grenade launcher, or a melta gun. And the entire squad may be equipped with crack grenades for ten points. I I, I don't know. I'd probably take them. Cause, yeah. Right. And then you can get into the side of a fucking rhino or whatever. Oh, surrounded or predator or... squadron. Because mm -hmm. then you're just automatically going to hit it on the weakest thing, which would be the back. Just pop. Yep. Up, up. Sergeant can take melted bombs. That's up to you. Uh, and the sergeant may exchange their auxiliary pistol and or close combat weapon for the following bolt pistol, blast pistol, hand flamer, or power weapon. And the entire squadron may be equipped with carapace armor. So again, if you're taking survivors, you can then have um, a bunch of guys on horseback mm. uh, or bikes with three plus armor. And then they basically are space marines. Yep. Fast uh, space marines. Yeah, especially if you take... Uh, um augmented weapons yep mm -hmm. uh cool so we mentioned the riding lance the riding lance is plus one strength ap3 okay. melee specialist weapon charge and one use only so you don't get any additional close combat attacks um for having two close combat weapons with it uh and it's one use only uh, so some weapons such as electro barb tipped lances are used by riders devastating effects such weapons are accurate and deadly on the charge um uh, however, in the world of ongoing melee, such weapons are either broken or too cumbersome to use. A model may only use this weapon if it has successfully charged that player turn. When striking with this weapon, the model may re-roll hits of one. Mm. Yep. Now, they also come with a little caveat, with his, which is mounted force. So if at least one mounted squadron is part of the detachment, then the following units may be upgraded to take either cavalry, which is the plus one wound, um, mm. Or uh, for four points per model, or a bike, which is plus one toughness instead, for five points per model. And so you can put a force commander, a rogue psyker, um, your discipline cadre, a platoon command cadre, medicays uh, on horseback or bikes, or you can have grenadiers, infantry squads, and reconnaissance squads mm. on horseback as well. So you can really make like a true mounted force. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So those are kind of my two picks. Um, if you guys haven't had a look, definitely take uh, take a peek. There's um, like a toned down Custodes Talon Master, so that way you don't have to take like the nastiest guy around. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think every every Horus Heresy player should look at the Marvel event book. Yeah, I, I I think I think it should just it should just be everyone should explore it. Just to see some of the cool things you can do, and some of the the the, the changes and bits of flavor you can add to your army with it. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's. Yeah. No, I completely it, agree. And if if once you guys get familiar with it, you can start playing with stuff like the custom character creator. Mm -hmm. So, um, just a, a note on that because I forgot to mention that we aren't going to be using that. Mm -hmm. uh, for LVO. And the reason is, is again, we're not all super familiar with it. We're not all super versed in it. And this can be like a pretty tricky thing to use. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So um, take a peek at that. You can make some cool shit out of it. You can really make the characters, you know, that mm. we hear about in the lore. Um, but uh, we're not going to use that for LVO. So right uh, on. I can't make my Delvaris. 
No. Well, no. I mean, you can. You're just not going to be able to make it with that custom character creator. You're just going to have to make them out of the rules that already exist. That's fine. Right on. Okay, uh, cool. So, guys, um, I know we're getting kind of long in the two, so I'm going to put a nice little quick bow on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, Shout-outs. Don't forget to check out the Mournival podcast. They are not related to the Mournival events, guys. Uh, don't forget to check out the Varengian Heresy and keep a lookout for the Knights Errant thing that we're going to be yep. doing. Um, check out at Canadian underscore Remembrancer um, to check out his cool shit over in mm-hmm. Port Erie. If you're in Port Erie, hit that guy up. Get a game when COVID restrictions come down mm-hmm. uh, once you're vaccinated. And then um, remember to check out the Mortal Events stuff as well. Check out Craig's Instagram at Craig or the Barbarian. Um, and uh, check out Little Legend Studio, both his Patreon, his blog, and his Instagram. Check out Matt Kane as well, at Broken Arrow 2000 And if you want to get in touch with us or check out what we're working on, um, or uh, me, I guess, because I, I, I handle most of our social media stuff, mm-hmm. um, you know, check out, uh, which is nice for me, actually, because it prevents me from having to make a separate <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> um, check us out uh, at the DAB podcast. Uh, on Instagram, on Facebook, mm-hmm. facebook.com slash DAB podcast. And uh, if you want to email us, that way we can do a list review or help you design something. Mm-hmm. Um, feel free to fire us an email through. Uh, and that, that email address is deathandbetrayal at gmail.com. Yes. So with that, thank you for joining me again tonight, Craig. No and problem. Everyone else, keep those Gellerfields up. Take care. Fucking thing sucks! We'll do it live.